Hello, I'm Haley. And I'm Zoe. And, and welcome, welcome to, to our, our podcast, Got Me Working Day and Night. Where today, we're going to discuss labor unions throughout history and how they made impacts to society through hard work and protests. We will talk about the, the importance that these events had in the book, The Last Ballad by Wiley Cash, and the importance that they had in our real world and how different it would have been if it had not been for the labor unions and people like Ellen May Wiggins. But first, let's talk about this book, The Last Ballad. This book takes place here in Gaston County, specifically in all the hot spots for strikes and changes to the working conditions. It's a historical fiction that focuses on Ellen May Wiggins and her impact on labor unions throughout organized protests. Hold on a second. Let's discuss some terms. A labor union is an organized group of workers, like the ones that Ellen May Wiggins was a part of, that work at the same place or industry, and that come together to protect their rights and interests at their jobs. During the late 20s, people began to form unions because of how horrible the working conditions were and how low their pay was. These people, mainly women, who were often disrespected, were being paid like about 25 cents an hour. Can you imagine that? Wow. Yeah. And they worked in really hazardous conditions. And they were often made to like stay really late and work really long hours. And if you were colored, you were treated 10 times worse. And in order to improve these conditions, people went to strikes, they wrote songs, they used propaganda, they boycotted certain things, and all sorts of methods to to make some change. I like to say, and this is where organized protests come in, and it brings us back to the book. I will say quote from the book. Union workers were being forcibly removed from the Loray village on Monday, May 6th, just two days away. When I mean two days, when it says two days away, it's talking about two days away from the protest that was here to happen. This quote from the book shows that the workers that were found to be in or joining unions were kicked out of their homes and their jobs, so they had no money, no food, nowhere to go. And this also shows that they were confident in the union because they were willing to risk like their whole lives, possibly. It's so crazy, but I mean, I guess they had one way or another because if they stayed working in the mills, they would never get enough money to feed, feed all their families, and they'd probably die from getting lung disease from all of the cotton that was lying around in the mills. But if they joined the union, they also had a chance of dying because whenever you join the union, people often got killed or like sent to prison. But it's crazy. Also, the mill workers' children would get sick as well because they were also working in the mills along with their mom or their dad or whatever so they would also get sick or have missing limbs well no wonder all these people risked everything to protest i mean i would want to make a change too yeah i agree That was a really good podcast. 
Yeah, it was good to know how important influential people like Ellen Wiggins and Fred Bill made an impact and how they made an impact on the labor unions and workforce today. Yeah, and it's crazy that protests can make that much of a change. I'm glad that things aren't the way they were back then. I should really be more appreciative and open-minded. Yeah, you should. <laughs> In the book, Fred Beal, who was a communist leader of the labor unions, said, we're prepared to go through this strike. If that means housing and feed evicted workers, then that's what we're prepared to do. Not only were the workers willing to risk and work hard for their rights, but so were the leaders of process. Fred Beal was a dedicated person who provided strength and material for those willing to stand in the union and against those who disagreed. He made protests organized in order to accomplish his goal. The organization of these protests went a long way. For instance, in the book, Ello described how each action they took led to another, as Cash described in the following quote. She was beginning to understand the ebb and the flow of the strike, the inner workings of the union. And once she'd gotten Lori's attention and made, a, and made a name for herself among the strikers, male owners, newspapermen, and politicians, she was beginning to understand her role in all of it too. Some people actually thought that the protests were anything but organized. For example, in the book when they said the Lori Mill strike is about much more than a few men attempted to join a union for better wages. It was not organized for that reason. It was started to master the Bolshevist desire to overthrow the government and destroy property and to kill, kill, kill. Okay, whoa, that's aggressive. They needed to chill, take a chill pill instead of wanting to kill, kill, kill. Now that we made a summary about the book, let's discuss the relevance that the protests the labor unions made had in history. Okay, so one of the most major work strikes slash labor unions happened in 1921, and it is known as the Battle of Blair Mountain. The coal miners, they were tired of unfair wages, so they decided to go fight against their bosses, kind of like the workers in the mills at Gaston County and in the bulk. At the time, it was known as the biggest uprising in the U.S. since the Civil War. But yeah, I do agree. It was really similar to what happened with the mills and stuff. What is up with bosses taking advantage of their workers? I am so glad that things are different nowadays. But even though they are, things like this still occur. For example, about two weeks ago, the General Motors strike, which lasted about a month, finally ended. The General Motors employees went on a strike fighting against cut benefits and cut wages which is like also a very important aspect of these protests and strikes was the organization of them. True, it would be very chaotic if people individually started protests and it would be harder to make a change if people merely acted on impulse or if they just acted by themselves. Yeah, like I said, organization is key. For example, the leaders of labor unions would set up a time and a place, then spread the word of the event happening this way so people who supported the cause would like show up and it would make more of an impact since parties are stronger when they're in large numbers. I agree. One of the main reasons that the 
union made such a huge impact was because of these organized protests. Mm -hmm. And mainly because of LMA's songs that she wrote. Um, Like, she started getting them all spread and stuff. And that helped the unions actually make an impact and make a change. So, like, everybody had a role in what they wanted to do. Yeah. And, like, to help with the protest. Each of them had different talents and aspects that they could contribute to the strike and to the protests. And since they united together and put those things together, then they made a bigger and quicker impact. And that's how things are the way they are now. Overall, labor unions make a huge impact through organized protests. Totally. In fact, I think that protests are one of the main ways that industrial revolutions make impacts and a main way for them to get known, specifically for what changes happen afterwards. Wiley Cash did an incredible job of displaying this through including real events and fictional additions in the novel The Last Ballad. And we end this with a quote. Our labor unions are not narrow, self-seeking groups. They have raised wages, shortened hours, and provide supplemental benefits. Through collective bargaining and grievance procedures, they have fought justice and democracy to the shop floor. And that quote is from John F. Kennedy. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Make sure you subscribe. Like, um... Oh, it's still recording. Ugh, I'm so tired of my job. I'm so glad I'm home. I swear, my boss thinks I can do everything and anything in such little time for only $10 an hour. What? Why are you complaining? Like, you had it way better than the way they had it back in the late 20s. What do you mean? Don't you know back then, here in Gaston County, working conditions were horrible? They worked so many hours for very little pay. Just imagine getting paid a little 25 cents an hour. And these people had families to feed. You just need to worry about yourself. Whoa, that's crazy. But yeah, I remember going to the Gaston County Museum and learning about Elma Wiggins and how she helped change that around. Yeah, you mean labor unions? Look. I was listening to this podcast. It's called Got Me Working Day and Night. And it's all about labor unions and how they made an impact through organized protests. You should really listen to it. Okay, let's go listen to it. <laughs>